The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Are you living a wellness lifestyle? What could it do for you? Join us today on the Wellness Lounge a step further and see how our guests and direction can inspire you to self-empowerment through a wellness lifestyle. Now, here is the host of the Wellness Lounge a step further, Desiree Watson. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you once again for joining in with the Wellness Lounge a step further. We have uh, a very exciting morning for you today because we have Mr. Earl Monroe with us today. I'd like to just uh, introduce who we are. Wellness Lounge, which is a brand of Wellness Interactive, and what the vision is behind uh, the Wellness Interactive. Wellness Interactive was founded about 12 years ago, and it has always been my vision to incorporate mind, body, spirit, and I know that's been used so many times, but it has a balance. It truly has a balance that we can certainly hold on to, and this is uh, something that uh, incorporates also physicians practicing some form of complementary alternative medicine. This incorporates therapists who actually work with physicians who practice some form of complementary or alternative medicine. So, what I'd like to also say is that what we're not, we are not a spa platform and we're not a wellness, intera- wellness uh, uh, center platform. However, I do believe in spas and I do believe uh, in the wellness centers, but we're in the middle. It's a wellness lounge platform that focuses on education and taking it a step further. Uh, what we've been doing around the country is uh, we actually pop up wellness lounges and uh, take them to communities, uh, and we usually work with uh, nonprofits or corporations who want to educate the communities on being proactive with their wellness lifestyle. We have uh, popped up wellness lounges, uh, for example, for AAR- AARP uh, because uh, their goal, of course, was to uh, educate their constituents on being well, you know, long-term, but also to get people a little closer to what they do. We've popped up wellness lounges for Kaiser Permanente, for the Steve Harvey uh, Foundation for their Celebrity Golf Tournament, which uh, they, of course, uh, raise funds, uh, money uh, for their mentoring program. So that's uh, one of our uh, brands and one of our platforms, and this is what we generally speak to every Monday. We speak about uh, bringing exciting guests on that can help you navigate your lifestyle, but it's the whole mind-body-spirit approach. And you can always find Wellness Interactive on Facebook, on Twitter, <laughs> uh, Pinterest. We're everywhere. Just plug us in. But for today's program this morning, you can uh, use hashtag 
Desiree Watson 14 for questions for Mr. Monroe. And you can also find Mr. Monroe on Facebook and Twitter. And his company, which uh, he has two companies, Reverse Spin Entertainment and NBACandy.com. So you can always uh, plug in Reverse spinentertainment.com and nbacandy.com and find him on Facebook or Twitter. Um, I also would like to, uh, before I bring Mr. Monroe on, read, uh, I think, what is uh, something uh, so, uh, you know, amazing because we have a wellness lounge publication and Dr. Dariska Brown, who's an MD and psychiatrist, uh, wrote this uh, article for us. Uh, actually, it was a few years back, but I think it's, it's such an excellent intro to Mr. Monroe uh, this morning. And it speaks about uh, the medical and spiritual merge for mental health and the balance of all of that. And it, the good part about it is when we have guests on, we have guests that uh, uh, are really speaking uh, as living the life lifestyle and moving through all that. It's not just, you know, uh, necessarily about medicine. Uh, we, of course, believe in medicine. I think we have the best medicine in the world in America, but uh, it too, uh, unfortunately, at times can uh, be a product that's being pushed very strongly. So that's why it's so important to get another view as to how people, other people navigate, whether a professional or uh, in, in, in industry of medicine or professional uh, from sports or music or, you know, any, <laughs> anyone who could help us because uh, that's what it's about. It's about integration. So let me just read this article that Dr. Uh, Dariska Brown um, uh, wrote uh, a few years ago for us, and I think we're, it, it's so needed. It's, it begins with uh, the dilemma between spirituality and mental health in uh, the medical field. And, you know, uh, it says some people that define themselves as their physical and demographic characteristics. This approach is the most commonly used in the Western world. However, considering oneself only as some demographic gives a limited view of who and what a person is all about. In contrast, other people consider who they are as some type of life force with some kind of destiny. They see a meaning to their life and a purpose to it, and they consider that there is more to who they are than their physical or demographic characteristics. Everything depends on how broadly someone wants to define a human being. One can see a human being within a constrained model. When they, <clears throat> excuse me, when they were born, is the start of their life and the moment they die is the end. Conversely, one can see a human being as a life force that existed before there was a human life. With that spirit essence entering and departing their physical body at a certain point, but the life force never begins nor ends. This way of understanding someone's self corresponds more to Eastern philosophy. The medical profession has different points of view in their evaluation of spirituality and mental health. Health. There are many different schools of thought. One extreme believes that there is no place for religion or spirituality in mental health care. A newer and more popular trend leans toward the Eastern type of philosophy and combines mind, body, and spirit. 
on that note, I think our guest uh, really defines the mind, body, spirit, <laughs> because I spoke to Earl this morning, and uh, I said, oh, oh, my goodness, it's raining, and I know how that is because I know I suffered from chronic back pain for 16 years, and when I would wake up and see rain, or I, I would know when the rain was coming because my body would just ache. So I said to Earl, oh, is this a good day or bad day? And he said, oh, I, I hurt every day. And he just, he was just still, you know, just very up and focused on the day at hand and not necessarily focused on the pain. On that note, Earl, I want to thank you so much, so much for doing this show because I think uh, there's a lot of information to be shared. Earl has had over 30 surgeries and we're very much interested, uh, Earl, on hearing how you navigate your life with pain or how you've also navigated uh, your life uh, without pain. Thank you for coming on. Well, thank you, Des. It's um, great to be on with you. I think uh, maybe some of the people out there, first of all, don't know who Earl Monroe is. And let me just give you a little background on that, only because it also set up, you know, the scenario why I've had so many operations. Mm-hmm. I, um, I'm a former uh, NBA basketball player, and uh, – and I'm a baby boomer, and when I was coming up, I, I, I played basketball on, on concrete, and which is a little bit different from the younger people who play basketball today because most of those people play basketball on hard courts. Of course, you know, concrete doesn't give, and so consequently, um, a lot of my surgeries have been uh, structural type of surgeries, um, um, because it didn't give, that meant I had I got arthritis a little earlier than a lot of other people, and um, so consequently I started having surgeries. First of all, on my feet, and then my knees, and then uh, my hips, and then my back, and then my neck. Um, you know, the, the fact of the matter is that when you're jumping and you're jumping on a, a surface like concrete, uh, your body is not you know meant to do that. And so, mm-hmm. consequently, a lot of us who played back in those days are, uh, have had hip replacements and a lot of knee replacements and things of that nature. But, you know, the thing in a nutshell, I think that, um, you know, it, it, it pain is, you know, is every day, but a lot of times pain is relative uh, to your thinking. Uh, if I know I have, I'm going to have pain, you know, I'm already conditioned. I think that might be a, one of the reasons, that, you know, uh, the, the type of discipline we had, you know, as athletes, that um, I'm more or less conditioned for pain, and, um, you know, I expect it. When I don't have pain, I might think something is wrong with me. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah. So, so I'm, I'm pretty much conditioned for pain, but the, the biggest thing about that is that, you know, and, and is knowing your body and knowing what your body can take and knowing, uh, you know, the type of pain that you have and what you have to do to... So, so on that note, um, Earl, let me ask you, um, today uh, a number of the athletes, uh, and you see it everywhere in the news, uh, you know, uh, a number of the athletes are just giving, giving them, you know, these injections, get back out, you know, do it. You work through the pain. And I think, excuse me, with the understanding of athletes hurt all the time, as you said, and you know, you, you get back out there, 
you were able, if I'm hearing you correctly, you're, you're able to do this because you're still very active. You're able to do this with connecting, you know, that whole mind of, okay, I'm working with pain, but now it, it, it's, uh, it's pain pills. It's, it's uh, tons of <laughs> injections for these athletes to perform. Is there room to um, maybe have another approach to uh, the athlete connecting uh, that, that mind where, you know, I'm going to work through it and no, uh, I don't want the medicine? Is, it, is the game being played, not just basketball, but any game being played so strong now where the only thing that will help is having a drug? Well, I think that the, the pressures of, of high performance and high and 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 top dollar has made it uh, you know imperative for players to get back on the on the court or get back on the playing field a little earlier. However, you know, having said that, um, you know they have the best type of care that you can imagine today as opposed to yesterday. Right. Uh, you can exactly. Imagine um, it, one of the one of the things we used to kid about when I was in college in the '60s was if we got hurt, the trainer would say, "Okay, uh, let's take let's take an aspirin, and, and I'll see you in the morning." <laughs> <laughs> you know, but today's oh athlete, you know, is much more pampered, uh, and he, you know, he has uh, all the best medical advice and and and, and um, surrounding him. And um, the thing in a nutshell for for these guys today is to, of course, get back and and uh, perform. Um, it's it's very it's a very difficult thing. But then again, you know, like I said early on, it's a real mindset. And uh, yes, the mindset and the mindset, of course, uh, uh, with uh, drugs or without drugs, it still is the mindset. I guess I my whole. Uh, you know, approaches that um, uh, we definitely know, uh, you know, working through pain, it's, it's not easy. However, uh, working with what you have, I would think, is uh, a, a lot more valuable. And, and what I mean by that is even if you're a high-performance um, uh, athlete, if you're given given pain medication, or maybe perhaps if you're given a certain treatment, anything from acupuncture to you know cupping therapy, all these integrative models, is that going to help you with the mindset of it all? And as you said, you're getting excellent treatment. All these athletes are getting uh, uh, so much attention, and that's a good thing. But is the attention the attention that they're given? Is it something that's going to carry us uh, all into the future? Because a lot of us are modeling, you know, how we get through uh, life period and watching athletes in the news where, where they're saying, okay, you know, take this drug. This is the, the best drug now. And, yeah, they have the best of everything, but it's not necessarily um, that great for uh, uh, all of us and people who are raising kids, I think, that um, are looking at, well, this you're working through it, but you're working through it with still medicine, and I love medicine, 
system with medicine, but what else is there? How do you how do you navigate that mind where maybe one day you can just say, well, I don't need it because clearly you guys worked without all of this. You had an aspirin and you kept moving. So I, I, I'm hoping that um, some of the parents that are listening, uh, you can also speak to that platform. They have a, a number of kids, I'm sure, that are athletes, high school athletes, and nowadays, uh, you know, they're saying that oh. If you're a football player, uh, you're going to have concussions. You're going to please let us know how you operate with your mind uh, to connect it all. Well, I, I think that the you know the operative thing you know, especially with kids starting out, and and also you know adults um, because you know we get into bad habits and such. But you know it always always boils down. I, I think initially to. Um, uh, your diet and exercise, and if you you know eat right and you and you exercise, you know those things that happen to you, you know, don't happen to you in the same magnitude as as a lot of you know uh, as a lot of other people. Um, mm-hmm. And when you're talking about kids, um, certainly um, you know they have to start out right, and and it's imperative, you know, because we have such a, a thing today of obesity and things of that nature. Um, you know, schools now are not, um, uh, you know, they're eliminating these uh, after-school programs and things of that nature. And, yeah. you know, and, of course, with the age of the Internet, where kids are more sedentary and, and as opposed to, you know, being out there, you know, in, in the uh, playgrounds or whatever the case may be and being active. So, you know, it starts out as a, at a young age and, and um, you know, you know, just like, you know, as older people, we, you know, they have diabetes and things of that nature. You know, you know, diet and exercise, I think, really starts it all off. Now, in terms of all the other type of medication, so to speak, and specifically we're talking about steroids and, you know, those things are, you know, those, you know, people take those things for performance enhancement. If in fact you're doing the right thing, you know you don't have to use those kind of things. You know those, ah, are, those, wow. those are things that kind of speed up, you know, what it is that you will eventually get to anyway if you're doing the right thing. Excellent. Yes, yes. So, can you give us just a little information on uh, what your day might be like? if you're not if or when you're doing the right thing. Uh, and, and this is uh, maybe perhaps in the past and, and present because uh, I think you we're not always doing integrative um, health, and correct me if I'm wrong, but at one point it was just uh, addressing our Western approach to uh, medicine, which, of course, we have the best in the world. But I think um, you've also incorporated or integrated some other um, uh, health and wellness uh, uh, approaches. Yeah, I, I've you know I've I've gone and you know because of the pain and sometimes that I've had acupuncture. You know I've had uh, you know I think one of the things, especially for older people as they get older, is um, is trying to get as many you know get massages. Oh, excellent! We're going to break for commercial and we'll be right back to discuss more of Mind, Body, Spirit with Mr. Earl Monroe.
This is the home of the top life coaches, entrepreneurs, and success drivers. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. Family caregivers face some tough challenges every day in caring for a partner, parent, child, sibling, friend, neighbor, or even coworker. You are there to provide the care that these people need after everyone else has gone home. Family Caregivers Unite with Dr. Gordon Atherley will provide you with a social networking experience. You'll hear from experts and others who are experiencing the same things, and together you will promote a common cause. Tune in to Family Caregivers Unite twice every week, Tuesdays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Variety and on the Voice America Empowerment Channel every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific. How do you feel about the future? Tune in each week for Visionary Leader Extraordinary Life with host Kate Ebner. You can be a great leader by learning from the inspiring stories of amazing visionaries who are shaping our future. Everyone deserves to create their own vision, and Kate and her guests will share the tools that you need to make it happen. Make a weekly visit to the Voice America Business Channel for Visionary Leader Extraordinary Life every Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. Be inspired. Become inspiring. We're on Facebook along with some of the greatest minds of the world, and that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. You're tuned in to the Wellness Lounge a step further with host Desiree Watson. To find out more about our programs, please visit our website at www.wellnessinteractive.com. That's wellnessinteractive.com. Now, back to the show. Thank you. Thank you uh, once again for tuning in to listen to the Wellness Lounge a step further. And we have today with us the Mr. Earl Monroe, an NBA all-star. And we absolutely love Earl because he is doing everything right when it comes to connecting to the mind, body, spirit. And I say that because he has taught us so much the first half, and he's going to continue to educate us on uh, how he does that with pain every day, mind, body, spirit. So, Earl, we were speaking about uh, what um, uh, you actually do to navigate your lifestyle of uh, being well, and uh, you touched base on a couple of things you uh, of course, have had acupuncture before, and you I think, continue to have acupuncture, but you also do massages. Can you give us a, a little uh, bit of how that makes you feel and why you do it? Well, you know, the reason I think massages are, are very important, and, and and not just so much as the you know a massage every now and then, but certainly in terms of trying to have. Um, uh, like a regimen of, of massages, because as we get older, you know, our bodies and you know, our, our joints and whatnot kind of freeze up, mm-hmm. and a lot of times, you know, that that restricts our flexibility. And if mm. we're flexible, uh, we're able to do a lot more. And pain of what you're doing, you know, really decreases. You know, one of the things that you know you you find is, is as people get older is that. You know, when they fall, you know, as a young person, when you fell, you, you fell and you were just right up. But as an older person, you fall, and mm-hmm. it's like, you know, a tree falling in the woods. 
and uh, it's hard, it's heavy, uh, and that has a lot to do with the flexibility that, that you have. And I felt, you know, if I'm able to move my body in, in a certain way and, and able to reach things and things of that nature, uh, first of all, the pain of all the arthritis and all that really increases. Mm-hmm. And I'm able to do more. And aside from that, my, my, I feel better. My mind is, is mm-hmm. in a better place. And I think that that's important, you know, yet your mind has to be in that better place. Now, mm-hmm. uh, I'm actually doing my autobiography r- right now. And, Excellent. Uh, it'll be out in April. But the subsequent book that I want to do is called Getting Back in the Game. Yes. <laughs> oh, yes, on every level. Can you uh, uh, tell us about that? Yeah, well, that, that's a book. It's, it's like an a inspirational type of book about mm-hmm. people as they get older. Um, you, know, you know, we say oh, so much, woe is me, instead of trying to get back out and work and get back to where you were before. Mm-hmm. And that's the basis of the book itself, uh, uh, just to get back in the game, you know. Yes. Have and, an operation and it's not, yeah. not the end. It's right, the end. right. Oh, I love that because, you know, uh, some of us uh, unfortunately will have uh, one surgery or, you know, two or three, and it really takes us out. We're, we're down. That's it. Absolutely. But so uh, this book uh, would, I think, help so many people because it is about getting back in the game. How you know, not to go down, you know, um, in surgery is no joke, but you having over 30 surgeries, I think you're the person to write that book because <laughs> it is about being mobile, getting back up and getting, you know, in the game. I've been there, uh, uh, not necessarily personally, but I've been there with family members uh, who we, you know, had to work with about, come on, getting up, because when your body you have an assault on your body, and I think that's what the surgery is sometimes. It's an assault on your body, and you're thinking, yeah. okay, I can't move. And then you do so many things to get back. Some of us don't have that information. So I thank you for sharing that with, um, <clears throat> excuse me, getting back uh, uh, in, uh, in the game with a book that uh, will uh, come out uh, in April. Can you tell us a little more about just, a little about uh, how uh, that uh, navigation process is going to go for you, being a NBA All Star Hall of Famer. Well, just a little, know, couple of excerpts, if possible. Well, for the most part, I think that you know, uh, you know, it's the game of life that we're dealing with, and that's why it's not so much relegated to to sports and things of that nature. Yes, um, but you know, it's the game of life, and it, we just use the. You know the game as 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 just acronym, so to speak. But, right. Um, but you know we all suffer in in certain ways, and and one of the things that happens is that when we take a lot of the prescription drugs, you know the 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 side effects a lot of times are worse than the things that that's wrong with you. Mm-hmm. And so it's important to try and understand what those are as you as you navigate through. I mean, you know, obviously we all take some type of. Uh,
your body, understand what you're putting in your body. You know, and I I have to uh, definitely tell the listeners, uh, you know, obviously you can uh, pick up uh, books, uh, you can go on the Internet, get books, you can, you know, pick up a book from your local bookstore, uh, or or you can also go on wellnessinteractive.com and uh, you can plug in a number of different uh, drugs, and I'll tell you what that interaction is, not just... um, the physical, but it also uh, tell you the interaction with uh, other vitamins and herbs and so on. So when I, I think, think uh, uh, Earl speaks to everyone is taking something or should be, I think that uh, that's definitely true. But you can also look at uh, if you're not taking medicine, then you can, of course, uh, find your local uh, uh, nutritionist pharmaceutical company because now they're doing vitamins you can take vitamins uh if you're not on uh doing uh drugs at this point uh uh to get you well uh you can also integrate the both of them but uh the vitamin uh and natural approach to being well can be integrated with uh uh what uh some of the other uh medical, uh, it's kind of hard, I'm going to be honest, uh, to just speak to pharmaceutical drugs because there are so many vitamins that do exactly what, uh, or the the homeopathic approach that does exactly what some of the drugs may do, but the drugs are uh, very important if you're going through a number of different illnesses or, or, or surgeries or critical uh, uh, care, then, yes, drugs are important, but you can also use those vitamins. So just go on to wellnessinteractive.com whenever you can because you can find all of the interactions there. You can plug in some of the um, uh, complementary and alternative medicine approaches that uh, Earl has been speaking to also. But... Um, keep in mind when uh, uh, you have a, an athlete, an amazing athlete like the Earl Monroe of the world, and you're listening to this valuable information that they have done all of what they're speaking about. So it may be a little different for you. It may be a different approach for you. So, and Earl mentioned that everyone is different. So. On that note, I would love, uh, Earl, if you can also uh, just speak to not only being that NBA uh, superstar, but speaking to, uh, as you mentioned before, the everyday approach to being well, and maybe we can speak about you being an executive, because Earl has been his... uh, uh, I'll say his own uh, independent, uh, amazing business person for many years. And the, if I'm not mistaken, Earl, your team when you 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 all won the championship back when the Knicks won, oh my God, the NBA championship many years ago. Uh, a number of those players uh, that uh, you played with, I think they were all. They all came out as business. Uh, 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 business entrepreneurs and 
they did uh, amazing work. I know a lot of times we just think in terms of an athlete being an athlete and coming out, and it's hard to navigate what you're going to do and how you're going to do it. But I believe almost all of you all came out, at least the first, you know, the first three, came out as business entrepreneurs. And I would love for you to speak uh, about uh, how you have navigated that process for so many years with physical issues. Well, I think that, um, you know, being an athlete, uh, you know, at least a professional athlete, is you know, you're only having a certain amount of time to do that. Um, unfortunately, I was able to play for 13 years at the NBA. And, um, you know, after that, you know, what are you going to do? So, you know, it's important. Yeah, that's a lot of athletes. Yeah, what are you going to do? Yeah, I mean, you're still relatively a young person. Um, and, you know, I guess the problem gets to be as an athlete, um, you know, when you, re- when you retire from the game, you know, you have the people that you were in school with, uh, they've been in their profession for all that time that you've been in the game. So it's almost like starting over again. But wow. at the same time, you know, you've been able to, you know, uh, be out and, and, and make contacts and things of that nature to kind of facilitate where you might want to, what you want to do with with the rest of your life. Uh, and it's true, you know, most of the guys that I played with uh, did have other professional careers. Uh, some stayed in basketball, like a Phil Jackson, and he always went in his coach of all time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bill Bradley, um, Senator Bill Bradley ran Wow. Uh, Willis Reed was an executive with wow. the NBA. <laughs> Walt Frazier, he's uh, he's an announcer with the NBA. So yeah, there are, there are so many other things that you have to do. You know, once you finish up, and you know, you you can decide that. But the main thing is, you know, again, you know, is this wellness of feeling good when you're doing those things. And <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, and now now that makes it a problem of all those years that you've played. Generally, when you first get out of the games, uh, whatever it might be, you're not hurting. Your hurts, you know, start <laughs> you know, 10 to 15 years later because of all the compound, you know, uh, 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 you know, compound um, harshness that you put on yourself during those times that you were playing. And, and now, you know, now you're suffering. Now you have to understand and know what you have to do you know, again, to get back in the game. Yeah, so I just want to ask you a question because um, you mentioned, of course, your um, other uh, colleagues who, who played ball with you. I, I, it's amazing. You know, you had one run for senator, and, of course, Phil Jackson stayed in, in uh, the professional sport of basketball as a coach, the most winning coach ever, and, you know, senator, and then, uh, Willis Reed, uh, business. He was, uh, you know, running. I think at the Nets, uh, Nets, and and you're a successful businessman. Was there anything that you all did uh, as a team that um, you might think uh, uh, could be helpful now, this many years ago? Not necessarily on the court, but even off the court. Or is there is there something you all did? Because I don't think. Um, uh, this uh, amazing uh, professional group has really happened again in the way that it's happened, where you come off uh, the court and uh, all five, six, seven of you guys are still doing amazing work uh, 
And how did that happen? Do you think there's something you all did that could be helpful to our listeners? Well, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, as uh, you know, because you obviously spoke to these guys afterwards. I mean, I, I of course, uh, 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 it was great just meeting uh, uh, Senator Bradley uh, because uh, you and uh, uh, your lovely wife Marita introduced uh, myself to Senator Bradley. I've met. Uh, uh, Phil Jackson. I, I've met uh, all of these people through you, and they're amazing. I mean, they're they're uh, uh, they've they've just done amazing work. But so I'm thinking, there's got to be something that uh, maybe could be helpful, just to um, uh, give us uh, uh, a moving forward, a step forward. If well. you're off the court. Is there something different that you may all you all may have done, or even maybe perhaps the trainer? I don't know. Other than giving the aspirin. <laughs> well, yeah. well, I think the most important thing that that we've done and been involved with is communication. And ah, communication, I love that. Excellent. Yes. Know, about things that are happening in the world and things that were happening, you know, amongst us. And I yes. think that when you talk about these things, you know, it it, it brings you into a different set. Uh, of circumstance that, you know, you can address. You know, one of the things, especially as men, you know, as men, we, we don't usually talk about things that's wrong with us. You know, yes, we just exactly. talk about things that, yeah. that are happening and so forth. But, you know, the information factor of, of talking to guys about what is wrong with helps the other guy. Yes. <laughs> you know, because he's experiencing the same things and, and knowing how you have have coped with those things, you know, helps him out, and in turn, everybody that's around, you know, benefits from that. So yeah. Oh gosh, that's excellent. Yeah. It's so that it, it, it's right now in 2013. That is, it's it's important. If you all are listening, it's so important. The communication. I love that, Earl. It's so real. And you all were doing this, you know, many years ago, and. Uh, look at these these guys. Uh, I know, unfortunately, you lost one of your team members, but look at these guys. These these guys have done it. They're amazing. And as Earl said, it's the communication. It's it's really sharing. It's okay to share. I know uh, uh, statistically, uh, when it uh, also uh, goes back to seeing uh, doctors, uh, the guys don't like to go to doctors. But guess what? <laughs> you need to share. <laughs> you have to share. I'd love to um, uh, get um, your feedback also when you talk about communication, Earl. Uh, are you, do you or communicate now with some of the, the players? Because I like the idea of you uh, not um, just always speaking to basketball. And that's what happens when people see an athlete or they're maybe in the presence of, I don't know, an entertainer. You, you really think that that's uh, – all uh, you all can speak about. Yeah, it's, you know, I, I I get a chance to talk with some of the young guys, you know, occasionally. But I think that, you know, for, for the most part, you know, you try and stay within the, your, your group. And if there are mm-hmm. other kids, you know, the younger people, they want your advice and whatnot, it's okay, you know, then it's okay to give it. I don't like to try and just say things or get, go out and out of my way to do mm-hmm. stuff for people who are not going to be receptive to it. But at exactly. the same time, it's important that, you know, that we do. We talk about, we talk about communication. And Earl, and one moment. I'm sorry to interrupt. We're going to have to go to a commercial. Hold that thought, please.
please. We'll be right back. This is the home of the top life coaches, entrepreneurs, and success drivers. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. Each week, Jimmy Gould brings you the stories and the people that you want to hear about. Tune in to A Current Life to hear about the journey to success, how our guests became the people they are today, and the highs and lows they experienced along the way. Each hour will leave you inspired and entertained as Jimmy gets up close and personal with every week's guest and shares ideas you can identify with and apply to your own life. A Current Life with Jimmy Gould airs Fridays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. When you make decisions, do you ever find yourself in doubt? Are you trying to figure out what's right with you? Are you ready to truly change your life? Listen for the Access Consciousness Radio Show with the founders of Access Consciousness, Gary Douglas and Dr. Dane Here. Consciousness is all about including everything and judging nothing. Our program will help you break free from your personal limitations and enhance positive change in all areas of your life. Tune in to Access Consciousness, Thursdays at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You're tuned in to the Wellness Lounge, a step further, with host Desiree Watson. To find out more about our programs, please visit our website at www.wellnessinteractive.com. That's wellnessinteractive.com. Now, back to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Earl. The Pearl Monroe is with us. Uh, and, of course, if you've been listening in, Earl has uh, given us so much uh, insight on how he navigates with uh, the wellness lifestyle and how he incorporates that uh, into his daily uh, model for living. And I've always said that uh, 24-7, what you do at work and what you do home is pretty much the same. So if you find yourself doing something uh, on your job and then you get home and you're doing something completely different, and then this is 2013 and you really want to look at how you can incorporate that whole mind, body, spirit in the integrative model of being well. And Earl has been sharing so much with us. And I think we left off with just speaking about uh, how uh, uh, you speak with children or young people, and uh, you said that uh, sometimes, or for, for the most part, you're speaking to them about basketball or about sports, because that's really what uh, they may want to hear uh, from someone who is, uh, you know, an NBA, NBA Hall of Famer. But if you're out, Earl, and you're speaking with adults, how does that, um, you, you know, feel for you if um, maybe you cor- you're cornered or not necessarily cornered because I don't think Earl Monroe can ever be cornered, but um, how does that work for you when uh, they all may want to speak about sports? And you, uh, I think you all won in 1973, and we're, we're still talking about that. How do you kind of navigate that? Do you ever want to just speak about your business model and obviously – 
sports are it's important because that's your profession, really. Well, I, I think that um, you know it's all incorporated. Uh, uh, people come to see you um, because you've done what you've done in your life, and um, but you just have to kind of navigate your way through that um, because you know even though that is something that uh, you know is very important, a very important part of your life. Still, in all, you know, you know, you've lived a lot more <laughs> of your life than just in the sports area. Right. Uh, yeah. It's, yeah. It's good that people still remember you because when they stop remembering you, that's when all the problems come because you can't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I have to say this because I don't think anyone is ever going to forget you, and I think. Uh, Marita said it well, uh, you know, when people say to her, oh, my God, Michael Jordan, we all love Michael Jordan. And, you know, uh, Marita is your biggest fan. Your wife is your biggest fan. And she goes, well, I'll tell you, my husband did what Michael Jordan did in the air. He did on the ground. <laughs> and so I think that's so true. So I think you're, you're always going to be remembered. And, you know, I, uh, we see you uh, traveling. It doesn't matter where you are. People will come up to you, and the amazing part is, yeah, they do want to uh, just commend you or get your autograph because of what you've done in sports. But I still think it's great uh, and awesome that you're writing this book, uh, and it's coming out in April because they'll find out that you have done so much more. And can you tell us about the book, a couple of things about what's going to be in that book? Well, the book will be about myself. Uh, I call it from the Immaculate Conception. <laughs> love it, love it. <laughs> to, to 1973 when we did win the, win the championship. All and, right. Um, it'll give you an instance as to, you know, my bringing up and things of that nature. And then um, on to college and um, then into the pros. It's uh it's it's been a very tedious thing, and uh, I tell people, you know, it's, this is really work. You know? <laughs> I mean, it's it's four hundred pages. It's really work. You know? <laughs> well, you have a lot to talk about, I think. Yeah, but you know, I, I still have another forty years. No, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's the way. Yeah. That's the way I love. I think everyone who is writing a book should look at it that way. Yeah, you still have another forty years. I like that. So. <laughs> You know, I think that, you know, with with what we're talking about, and, and you, you know, I've been around the country a lot talking, you know, representing companies and whatnot uh, on, in, in health. And and most of the times that I'm representing these companies, uh, I'm not representing those companies in, in the products, per se, that they have. Right. I'm representing them on the premise of the things that, 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 they, that uh, the individual can do. Whereas, um, with like, like the diabetes with the company that I've been, it wasn't about, you know, the product that the diabetes, you know, mm-hmm. that they sell. It was about, you know, eating right. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. hopefully that would help you not have to, <laughs> to have these right. type of products and whatnot. But if mm-hmm. you do have diabetes, these are the, these, when you're eating right, these are the things that you should do. And so it, I, you know, I, I felt good in that regard of going around and doing this because so many times people call me afterwards or they, they contact me and say, Earl, you know, I didn't know I, I had this. I, I, it's all mm-hmm. the information that you can give people that they don't, they're not cognizant of mm-hmm. that can really help them and move them ahead. 
Because you have type 2 diabetes, uh, correct, Yes, Earl? I do. And mm-hmm. I, I got that, uh, developed that, or found out I had it in 1998, and I've been dealing with it since then. But it wow. comes like a lot of the diet and exercise. But, you know, at the same time, you know, um, thank goodness doctors today, um, a lot of them are, uh, you know, are with Some point. alternative medicines. Yes. And so those are the type of doctors that I've been going to because it's not always, you know, you know, take this pill and that pill. And, and mm-hmm. you know, these pills are basically going to, they are going to help you, but they're going to help you in a short run. And those side effects of those, like I said, will mm-hmm. probably be worse than, than what it is that you have. So mm-hmm. it, that's why I try and find those doctors that I deal with that also have an, an, a holistic uh, approach to the to to, the, to medicine. Oh, is, has that been uh, uh, difficult or, or easy to do? Finding physicians who practice some form of complementary alternative medicine. I know um, uh, there are you know many throughout the country that uh, uh, does um, work with the uh, holistic approach, but. Being uh, a for myself in complementary alternative medicine for over 30 years, I know that has just uh, it continues to grow. And in, in the last uh, say 10, 15 years, we now uh, actually have a wellness industry. So, um, is how, how do you find a, a holistic uh, well position? You go to the internet, and the internet gives you almost everything you might need to know. Right, and how do you make that safe? Is it, uh, how do you, well, wait a minute, I, I just, uh, listen, I have to say this, I completely forgot about it. Well, I, I, I know that you, of course, have called Wellness Interactive at, at times. I think we've yes. been a help. Yes, <laughs> But, no, on, a, on a, another note, if you go to the Internet, uh, you could uh, definitely, uh, I guess, Google, and when you do that, uh, what are you looking for, Earl, in, in that physician that can help you? Well, certainly, you know, you want to find out what his background is and, and you know, and the fact that he does do, you know, deal in, uh, you know, holistic or alternative medicine as well, uh, how long he's been doing this. Um, yes, and, absolutely. Um, you know, and, and then also seeing some of the uh, comments about, uh, you know, of, of patients who've, who've actually gone there and have been treated by them. So, you know, everything, in the, it seems, is, is kind of trial and error. You know, yes, you, yes, you know, that's every, true. Every doctor might, might profess to do this, but that doesn't mean that they're the best at it. And you got, you know, yes. <laughs> you've got to try and, again, navigate through all that and, and get as much information as you can. And, um, you know, and then go and see, you know. Right. Who, yeah, and, and you, you hit something there where, yeah, the, because the doctor is an MD and they're certainly qualified to see you, um, uh, you've you got to be uh, careful because, as you said, Earl, they may profess to do many things. They may profess to be an acupuncturist and all these other um, uh, holistic, the other holistic approach to being well, but it does uh, uh, really stem from looking at the total picture. Uh, you really, if you're an acupuncturist, my goodness, you're an MD and an acupuncturist. That's amazing because you've gone to school for many years because being a, a, an acupuncture professional, 
that's truly medicine. That's uh, medicine in China. <laughs> they consider that uh, to be their uh, one of their top approaches to uh, healing people, and they've done it for thousands of years. So you do want to be careful, or you do want to do your homework, as Earl is saying that. Um, if you if you look at our our industry itself, the wellness industry, it's it's ten fifteen years maybe. Um, it's not that we have not been doing integrative uh, or complementary and alternative medicine uh, for a while, but uh, if you you're looking at how it's being embraced, it's progressive right now with uh, not only uh, the layperson who wants to have these uh, treatments, but also uh, physicians who are embracing it, but they have to be sure, you have to be sure, and they need to be sure that they're getting uh, what's needed to treat you. And for a point, chelation therapy, I can recall being in uh, Great Britain working for, uh, with one of these uh, amazing platforms in, in uh, London, and uh, it, it was opened by Prince Charles and Diana and so on, and uh, their approach, they have uh, over 130 um, professionals, and about 80 of them are MDs, the other uh, are um, alternative and complementary therapists. So when I told them, because they had chronic back pain, that I had been seeing uh, a chiropractor for five years, they said, whoa, why are you seeing a chiropractor for five years? I said, well, I had uh, uh, an injury, uh, a back injury, a storage pin fell on my back, and that's the only way, you know, I, I feel great. They said, yeah, but if you're going to a chiropractor for five years, then you're not being helped. The, the way that they uh, have approached it is that um, a chiropractor, you really, you, if you, you're not well by, you know, then that's going to be a problem. So uh, to Earl's point, you want to find the professional that's going to work for you, and if you're Googling them, you have to know what uh, 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 profession, what profession uh, will uh, assist uh, in you being well, what uh, uh, actual complementary or alternative uh, therapy would be well, because there are maybe perhaps cardiologists that are chelation therapists who work with uh, the, the heart, and uh, you want to do your homework on that. Uh, you might have, uh, as I said, an acupuncturist or a reflexologist. A reflexology in America, it was uh, brought to America by, um, <clears throat> excuse me, Eunice uh, uh, Ingram. And reflexology, of course, has been around for 5,000 years in different countries. You know, they use it. Uh, in, in Egypt and in India, but the real issue with that sometimes is that uh, the International Institute of Reflexologists is the institute that really launched this platform uh, in a major way to help people in the studies. When uh, I uh, studied reflexology over 30 years ago, there were only eight people in the class. Now there are hundreds and thousands, but there's still a real issue with uh, perhaps uh, having a massage therapist uh, conduct reflexology, not saying that they're not qualified to do it, but they are. They're certified, but they may only do eight hours of uh, this training where uh, reflexology at the International Institute of Reflexology 
you have hundreds of hours of training and certification, and you also have uh, have to work on at least 50 people to complete this. So if you're truly looking for certain treatments and you want it to be effective, it's as Earl said, you want to be able to go on the Internet, but you need information. And you can also always go to wellnessinteractive.com to confirm this information because we have uh, everything on there. So on that note, Earl, can you tell me, uh, or tell us all, the listeners, uh, when you come back, uh, well, you know what? I think I'm hearing my cue, and I just want you, if you can, just tell us in closing uh, where you want to be or where you're heading for uh, the spring and April after this book comes out. What, what's your platform and what you're going to do? And everybody... We're closing out at this moment, but with Earl. Well, I'll be I'll be doing a lot of shows. Um, I'll be doing simulcaster. They'll take the uh, show all around the country. The people asking questions and telling wow. them about the book, and uh, we'll just be out there. Uh, you know, it's, it's a very exciting thing for me. This is my first book, so it's very exciting for me, and I've. I, I'm with a guy who uh, also, my co-writer is a guy by the name of Quincy Troop, who did the uh, Miles Davis autobiography, which is a critically acclaimed uh, wow. piece, as well as the, uh, um, uh, I forget the other one right now, but uh, he's written over 19 books, um, Pursuit of Happiness, that's the, the Chris Gardner book. Yes. Um, so uh, he's critically acclaimed himself, and this book is not just X's and O's about, um, uh, you know, basketball. It's it's about my life, and and it's told in the first person. So uh, I'm excited about it. Oh, so, my God, yeah. you should be excited. <laughs> excited. I can't wait. Can't wait. I, I've been, uh, I, not just me, but I think everybody's been waiting to hear the Earl Monroe story, and uh, you do... Uh, so many things so well, and uh, to have the opportunity not only to read the book, but uh, maybe perhaps to uh, at least converse with you because you'll be traveling throughout the country. I think that is something you all have to absolutely be present at because uh, Earl has, uh, everybody has said, this guy is the most savviest, and I believe that. I know that because uh, he's done all things well, and he just happens to be a friend. <laughs> thank you guys for listening. I look forward to seeing you next Monday, and thank you, Earl Monroe, for engaging us and educating us on a step further. Tune in next week, 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific. Thank you so much for joining us this week for the Wellness Lounge, a step further. Please tune in next Monday morning at 6 a.m. Pacific Time, 9 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for another great show featuring your host, Desiree Watson. We'll continue to show you how to incorporate a wellness lifestyle and live a better life.